Have you been considering entering this crazy real estate market and you're not getting anything but more questions from your mainstream media outlets? Then tune in to our brand new podcast as we cover the local real estate market here in Southern Arizona. Welcome to Journey Through Chaos, a real estate podcast hosted by Adrian Alejandro and Leah Reeder. We co-lead the RA home team of Long Realty Company in Southern Arizona and built a successful real estate business by focusing on providing an exceptional real estate service experience. Our dedication to our clients earned a reputation that ranks us in the top 3% of sales associates nationwide. In this podcast, we'll discuss relevant real estate topics and provide industry insights so you can move confidently towards achieving your real estate goals. Thank you for tuning in. So this is our very first podcast and Leah and I have been thinking about doing podcasts and we've been talking about doing podcasts and even video podcasts for a long time. And right now is just what we believe the perfect time to finally launch this because we want to solve a problem and the problem is there is a ton of information out there and the problem that we're trying to solve is we're trying to eliminate some of the fear associated with buying or selling in the market the way that it has changed in the last three months so we hope that we can bring you some fantastic information really take an educational stance and give you the confidence to come in look at the right information and make the best decisions for you one way or another so thanks so much for tuning in yeah honestly there's just been so much speculation out there in the media i mean just pick any outlet right news internet um about what's happening in the market about specifically real estate <clears throat> it's you know everything from inflation to recession to you know it's like the sky is falling doom uh, and gloom right all over the place right <clears throat> and so it's like how are you as an individual entering in this where the, the market is completely different than it was 60 days ago mm -hmm. how do you as a consumer either buying or selling enter this market and, and try to make some great decisions so you mentioned speculation and i think speculation is such a perfect word because everyone is speculating either they're speculating in a positive way or they're speculating in a negative way you cannot go on to youtube without some clickbait popping up about you know the world's gonna blow up and home prices are going to tumble the bubble's going to pop and there's going to be real estate deals all over the place like it was back in 2012. Well, everyone has an opinion right everyone has <clears throat> everyone has something to say and we just I feel like the last housing crisis is just not that far behind us right right it's fresh in everyone's mind so that's what they all refer back to. And so I think 100%. it's so important for us as real estate professionals to educate the public, to educate our clients, and to let them know from our perspective, why are we so calm? Right. Right? Why are we moving forward and talking to buyers about why it's a good time to buy, talking to sellers about why it's still a good time to sell? Right. So. I think that's extremely impactful. And 
education is key and there's almost none of it out there. Mm-hmm. You know, we look around our local market and another reason why we started this podcast is we are the boots on the ground. We do this every single day. We operate at a very high level and our consumers should be getting this information from us. Exactly. Not these mainstream media outlets. And it's so important because we deal with this every single day. Mm -hmm. Like this is what we do. We Mm -hmm. eat, breathe, sleep, real estate. And so when we talk about, you know, fear and some of the uncertainty in the market, we kind of feel like it's that March, April of 2020, right? right? When COVID really started to take off in the United States, several states were doing their, you know, mandatory stay-at-home orders. I know ours here in Arizona was in April of 2020. Mm-hmm. And oh my gosh, it just got quiet. Like it's just like everybody took this huge big gasp and it was silence. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that is kind of what has happened. You know, interest rates recently just breached 6%, although I did hear that they dropped a little bit today, but that's crazy. We started off the beginning of the year around like 3.5%. So if you have those same buyers operating in the market that were operating in January and they were losing offers and losing (laughs) offers and losing offers. And now all of a sudden they're like, forget this. I can't even afford to purchase the house that I wanted to purchase. So it's a, it's a big, it's a big change. And I think what's also making it so fearful is it's happened so so drastically. Hmm. Uh, It was a major shift. It was a major shift in less than two months. In our local market, we've probably felt it, I would say, the last three to four weeks. The shift has hit real hard. Um, And we've seen, you know, we've seen buyers that literally have stepped out and they said, no, not only is affordability out of my wheelhouse now, but I just don't, it's too volatile for me. I don't even want to play this game. I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait and see what happens. And, you know, sellers are feeling frustrated because in a market two months ago where their homes were selling and flying off the market in the first couple of days with multiple offers and bidding wars, now we're seeing them sit a little longer, right? They're not selling as quickly. So there's not this feeding frenzy that they were used to seeing for the last two and a half years. So there is, we, we we definitely do feel like there's this little bit of a, a pause like we felt in March and April here with COVID where people are, there's, there's definitely some anxiety and some fear, but it's almost like a question mark. Like what's right. next? Right. You know, we don't want to, we don't want to be the first person to jump and not know what's going to happen. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And we had been talking for a long time with our clients uh, specifically. Well, no, I can't even say specifically our buyers. We've been talking to buyers and sellers about, Look, this market is not going to ha- last forever. Right. Right. Interest rates, there's almost no direction they can go except for up eventually. And prices, you know, can't continue to increase at these crazy numbers. I think, you know, Tucson was like 18% year over year or something like right. that. Some crazy number. We're, we're not going to see that that's not normal. Right. And so, you know, here we are, you know, we've had buyers that came out of the market in 2021 saying, I'm going to wait for prices to come down, but that's fine. But look at where interest rates are now, Mm -hmm. you know, buying power has just plummeted. So 
again, we're not here to continue to talk about the doom and gloom. We want to talk about what opportunities there may be in this market. And hey, you know, this is a market. Just like 2021 was a market, just like 2020 was a market, just like 2016 was a market, this is a market. And there's going to be buyers and sellers. And our biggest responsibility to them is how do we educate people and how do we get them on the path that they're comfortable with and they're confident in to get them to accomplish their real estate goals. So briefly, I'm just going to talk about inflation and the Fed. So why are interest rates climbing so quickly? It's because, as you've probably heard, inflation is out of control. It's like at a 40-year high. Mm -hmm. So the Federal Reserve steps in with monetary policy, and they can control the rate specifically it's called the fed funds rate and it's actually a short-term rate that banks use to lend to one another and then what usually happens is as that rate adjusts then banks will then also adjust interest rates down to the consumer level and it'll affect anything from credit cards to you know mortgages to car loans etc Okay, but the, what the Fed is not doing, just for clarification, the Fed is not controlling mortgage, mortgage. rates. That's right. Right? Mortgage rates are still driven by supply and demand. So the Fed is aggressively increasing this Fed funds rate, which then in turn is increasing mortgage rates. And it's happening very quickly because they're trying to curtail this inflation that has been kind of out of control, Mm -hmm. right? So when you make things more expensive to purchase, less people buy them, therefore, you know, demand starts to drop and then you see prices level out. So it's no different in the real estate market. That's what the Fed is doing. And and essentially that is what has been done in the last 60, 90 days, fairly rapidly, Right. right? So with that caveat, Interest rates, specifically mortgage rates, are only one factor that impacts real estate pricing, you know, as we know. The other factor, and it's a big one, is supply and demand, right? The, the natural supply and demand of the market. And we have been operating in a low inventory environment. It's like 2018 at yeah, least. I was say, 2017, 2017, 2018. Mm-hmm. You know, we've been around let's just call it three to four months of inventory. So slightly seller, but seller nonetheless. And then 2020, 2021 came (laughs) along and it's like, holy cow, you know, inventory really bottomed out and it was a housing crisis. And we used to talk to our clients about this. Mm -hmm. It was a housing crisis, but in a different way. It was such a severe shortage of inventory, which created a feeding frenzy for sellers. So, you know, they were happy but it was really a problem for buyers. So inventory is still very, very low. You know, I I think when we bottomed out in Tucson uh, during the the 2021 timeframe, we had 800 listings in the entire MLS, no filters. It was just active and coming soon listings. We're at 800. That services a metropolitan of about a million people, which is crazy, okay? I remember back in 2018, when that number hit about 3,000, people were just like, we were breaking records, inventory was historically low, and right now, right now today, I just checked before we started this, we're sitting at 2,300 active and coming soon listings. So we're not even back to 
you know, some of this what was or what used to be record-breaking inventory levels. Mm-hmm. Record-breaking in a, you know, low inventory. Um, months of inventory. Say, yeah, yeah. Well, we're crazy low. Yeah. And Sierra Vista, Sierra Vista's surrounding areas, right, including Wichuca City, Whetstone, Hereford. When we were checking, I mean, bottom levels were upper 50s to 60. Right. That's insane. Yeah, that's nothing. That's that's nothing. Yeah. Uh, and that's that's everything, right? That's manufactured homes, site-built homes. That's anything with a structure on it that's livable. Right. <laughs> that's, we can classify as real estate. Right. We'll count it. Yeah. Right. That's crazy low. Um, and what today? We were at 175, 176. Yep. Um, back in 2018, we were floating somewhere between three and 400. Right. So inventory levels from today mm-hmm. could double and we could still be in a seller's market. Right. And that's and now we're talking about the Sierra Vista market. Right. right. So that's crazy. So you look at both and they're both extreme scenarios, extremely low, a large jump. You're talking about going from 50 to 60 active listings to now 175. That is a big jump. It is a big jump. And, but we're nowhere near where we were, Mm -mm. which was still considered a seller's market. I think it's so important for buyers to understand that perspective because as long as there is a shortage of inventory, there is going to be upward pricing pressure in the market. You know, even if interest rates are high, yes, buyers buying power has gone down. Yes, did, did that taper demand? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. But, you know, sellers were getting like 30 offers. So right. demand could be tapered. And, and that doesn't mean you're going into a bubble or you're going into a correction, et cetera. So I, I think it's very important to understand that fundamental. And I know that months of inventory, which is the metric we use, to determine whether or not you're in a buyer sellers or balanced market. That's a metric that we are monitoring very closely in our local markets because if that inventory number does start to shoot up with interest rates, we will find ourselves in a buyer's market mm-hmm. and prices will probably go down. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't want to speculate and say that it's going to happen one way or another. I feel confident in saying we have we have some serious supply problems that are national issues correct okay and we are still at extremely low levels of inventory mm-hmm. okay let's just say depending on the, the the data that you look at or depending on the article you read let's just say the country as a whole is one to two million houses short of where the current demand is just based on population growth mm-hmm. right Fewer homes have been built in the last decade than any decade prior to that. Meanwhile, population is growing. Millennials, huge generation, are coming to prime home buying ages. And now there's not enough houses for people. And then, you know, I know I did a little video on this too, but then you take COVID and you take the entire country and shake it like a snow globe and people can work kind of wherever Wherever they they want. want. That's right. right? They live wherever. That's Mm -hmm. right. So they're going from these more expensive areas and they're looking and saying, okay, where can I find value still as prices are going up? Well, Southern Arizona has been on the map for that for a long time. So 
that's one factor that I think is going to keep supply pretty low. You know, not, not to mention that COVID in and of itself, and we're still dealing with this in mm-hmm. new construction, there's supply chain shortages, there are labor shortages, there's material shortages, etc. And COVID made that worse. Mm-hmm. So when builders are out there building tons of houses, trying to catch up with this deficit, um, they're having a harder time doing that. Right. So I think that's going to keep inventory pretty pretty low uh, for the foreseeable future. I just, one perception I think I, we should address is um, not only the supply and demand, but you know, there's, there's a lot of buyers out there and, and sellers who are seeing home prices being reduced. Right. Right. And so that's starting to create this misconception that home values are decreasing. But we got to understand that the market is shifting. Right. Okay. It doesn't mean that home values are dropping. It just means that because interest rates have increased, there are less buyers that are participating in the market right now. So we're not seeing that frenzy that we've talked about where there's multiple offer scenarios and homes are selling in, you know, 20 seconds. Um, sellers have to be more cognizant of where they're listing their properties. Absolutely. Right? Gone are the days where they can just put a price tag on there. We, you know, typically as real estate professionals, we're showing them the data. We're saying, here's the data, here's where we should, this is our recommendation. A lot of sellers in the last couple of years could say, okay, well, let's push that price. Right. Because they could. Because there was so little supply and so much demand because interest rates were so low. Right. Buyers were saying, I'm willing to push. I'm willing to pay more because I can afford it. Right. And now there's fewer buyers that can afford it. So they're not pushing those levels. Right. And so sellers were still overreaching and now they're having to bring their prices back to what the data says they can actually sell their house for. Exactly. Okay, so it's it's not that their home value is dropping, it's just that they have to come to a different reality. Right. And the reality is the comps say, the data says that these are what homes are selling for in your neighborhood and that's really what you're gonna have to start pricing your home at. Yep and stop overreaching because buyers, as supply does come up, they're gonna have more options and they're gonna start playing the game smarter. That's right. Mm-hmm. And now they're going to be paying a whole lot of attention mm-hmm. to where they're putting their dollars. Exactly. Because it is, it's different. You know, their mortgage payment is gonna be significantly higher than it was right. and they want to be smart with those decisions not that they weren't being smart before but gosh we were with buyers that are just like just get me in a house i don't <laughs> care like fifty thousand higher i don't care yeah like i've written 27 <laughs> offers and none of them got a, like i don't even care right but now like you said they have options so that that is that right there is going to level things a little bit mm-hmm. and so from a seller's perspective i can't just throw a price out there anymore mm-hmm. you know when we comp a house we are comping it compared to the feeding frenzy prices of mm-hmm. those listings that have closed. So we're not pricing them lower mm-hmm. than maybe some of these other listings that were bid up, you know, 10, 15, $20,000. We're still right there, but we can't go up another five, 10, 15 from there, which right. is what sellers sometimes like to do. And so, you know, that's a great point as you see these price reductions and I've seen some headlines where it's just, you know, 
of course, the headlines. You know, they, they got to sell link clicks or reads <laughs> or whatever. So, you know, it's just misinformation because just because prices are going or, or just because you're seeing price reductions doesn't mean prices as a whole are, are de decreasing. So I think that's a very, very good point. Um, the other topic topic that's kind of difficult to talk about is, is recession. a recession. Like, what? <laughs> well, we've been through enough. Right. Now we have to worry about, you know, potentially a recession. And there was a recent survey done that I believe it was over 70% of Fortune 100 CEOs think we may be headed into a recession. Mm -hmm. You know, again, speculation, but it's important to talk about because mm -hmm. it's another concern. And I guarantee it, it you know, consumers are thinking about this. Mm -hmm. So. And it's okay. I, right. It's, if we're in, if we go through a recession, it's okay. We've been through many of them right. and several of them recently. Right. Yeah. You know, 2020 was a recession and that was right. just like, bloop. It was just a tiny little, like we had a buyer's market for maybe 30 days. If you were bold enough to make an offer on a house in April of 2020, you were getting a deal because yes. the sellers had no idea what was going to happen. <laughs> That's right. Um, but yeah, we obviously quickly came out of that. Yeah, I think it's important to generally define what a recession is. And, and there's a lot of different definitions out there, but generally speaking, it's a prolonged period of time where you have negative to flat GDP growth, gross domestic product in the United States. So that that's at a very, very high level. You know, the, the other thing that I think is very important and insightful to think about is of the last six recessions, Home prices have only decreased two of the last six recessions. Mm -hmm. That's crazy. That's counterintuitive, mm -hmm. right? You know, every the other four, they've home values have actually increased. Right. Maybe only if slightly, but they've increased. Right. So. And you know, obviously, two thousand and eight is one of those recessions where home prices decreased almost twenty percent. Right. But it was led by. Housing, our industry right like yeah. it right. was predatory lending and right. subprime mortgages and right. you know a, a time where we had an oversupply of listings but prices were still going up which doesn't make sense whatsoever yeah. it, it was it was just not right and it was a huge correction after that but in 2001 home prices went up 6.6 percent mm -hmm. that was another recession that we had you know, and then in between those two, you have 2008. So again, not saying with any absolution that home prices are going to continue to go up forever, you know, but it just because we're going into a recession does not mean home prices are going to go down. And real estate's a long game. There's so many homeowners who, because we've had such huge growths, They've been able to purchase a home in 2018 and sell in 2020, and they've made massive profits. Great. But overall, real estate is a long game. It ebbs and flows, but it's in a continuous upward process. Like on that graph, we're always increasing. The home values are always increasing. Even though we hit recessions, even though we hit bumps, it doesn't matter. Home values over time are always going to increase. Right. In the long game. Right. Right, so you can't buy a house and, and expect in two years that you're going to make twenty percent profit. Right, that's not reality. Does that happen every once in a while? Sure. Great. And that's great. Congratulations. <laughs> you hit the timing right, yeah. but that's not. 
That's not typically how real estate works. No. And, and it's very difficult, not just the real estate market, but any market. It's very difficult to time the market. We never recommend that. You know, it's a buy and hold game. You are going to be living there. You know, this is a home. This is not an investment, of course, unless you're buying it as a rental property. But sure. that's another topic for another time. But, I, I, you know, just to tie that up, is there a threat of recession on the horizon? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, that could very well could happen. And, you know, we're hearing about a lot of layoffs that are already happening. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the the other kind of crazy thing about the Fed, and I don't want to go back too far, but if we go back to the Fed, right, they have that monetary policy lever that we right. talked about and in, in increasing and reducing the, the Fed funds rate. But guess what? If we end up back into a recession, then they may, I don't know, I'm not gonna predict the future, but they may pull that lever in the other direction. Depending on how deep and long the recession goes, they will drop interest rates to correct correct and get us out of it. And now they're trying to stimulate the market in the other way. You know, monetary policy is in place to prevent the huge cycles that we have in the economy, basically, Right. right? Cycles are good. Cycles are normal. Cycles will always happen. They've always happened in history and they will continue to happen in the future. But the but the Fed and their efforts through monetary policy are to avoid the drastic swings in either direction mm-hmm. and to kind of normalize things and, and so that people don't get impacted too harshly during the ups and the downs. So, you know, I know we've been talking for a while. I think that this is so important, this information that we're getting out of there. This is a long form video, you know, so if you have the time, you know, let us know what you think. Click, love it, comment, subscribe, etc. because we want to keep this going. It's so important to us that we get out in front of this and we really just, we're, we are that boots on the ground for our clients here locally. And I think that they should be able to count on us for that. Yeah. So, um, I mean, I think bottom line, you know, there's going to be six million people that are going to be moving over the course of the next year nationally. And it's going to be the real estate professionals like Adrian and I and others in the industry that are are going to have to be in play, that are going to have to continue educating, that are going to help these people make those moves. Because typically 65% of the moves that happen nationally are out of necessity. Right. Right. They're not out of, oh, I just I just felt like I wanted to get a bigger house or I, you know, I just I really like this cottage, you know, on the coast. Those are great moves also. Right. But typically the moves that people make are out of necessity from a lifestyle change. And those are the ones that we have to be keyed up and ready to help them make those moves and make smart decisions. Right. So, you know, there's never a perfect market. Nope. And we have to just help you understand what market is the best market for you. Yep. And what are your options, right? Mm-hmm. Life is going to change. Things are going to have to happen. And you don't care that your grandma bought a house in 1957 at 30, <laughs> 30% interest. No. You know, that that's not applicable. And I see a lot of that advice going out there in the industry. Right. And they're like, well, yeah, but, you know, way a long time ago. 1980. Was, yeah. Interest rates were up here, but you know, home prices were also like a hundred thousand dollars. So it's like there's a trade-off. And buyers don't care, you know, nor should they. It's not real. That's you know, that is not the world they're living in right now. So how can we really granular 
and help them navigate the world that they're living in now so they can accomplish those goals that are going to have to happen 65% of the time. That's right. our goal. So cool. Well, thank you so much for tuning in and hanging out with us. Um, and we look forward to catching you on the next podcast. Absolutely. Take care.